Our relationship with our body is super important. I have been leading a series of workshops that help integrate mental health and circus arts because I have not found a better way to really get people into their bodies, into play, into an experience of developing a collaborative relationship with our bodies. I think often we have a little bit of like a dictatorial relationship to our body, like do what I want, get up what I want, perform like I want, look how I want, dance, monkey dance. But we aren't very collaborative or reciprocal with our bodies. And so this is something that I think is really, really helpful to our sense of ourselves, our self-confidence, our connection to ourselves, and of course, our overall mental health. And because entrepreneurs spend so much time in their heads, moving into the body can sometimes be a challenge. So that's why I talk a lot about this in my work is this integration of whole body mental health, body, mind, intelligence, spirit, relationships. It's all part of one package and it's super easy to leave the body behind. So that's why this podcast today is really all about how to restore having a healthy relationship with your body for the benefit of yourself, of those you love, and even your company. Thanks so much for listening. If this is a part of your life where you experience some complexity, definitely reach out to me and to my team. We think a lot about this and we're pretty good at finding creative ways to get people back into their bodies and to use that as a way of restoring their sense of mental well-being. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs. And I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Relationships are complicated, and there's one relationship in your life that you are probably messing up. I'm going to tell you what it is and how to fix it. It might surprise you because the relationship that I am talking about, the relationship that you probably are doing a bad job in, is with yourself. Most specifically, it's with your body. Many of us are super disconnected from our bodies. We tend to separate our emotional life from our thought life, from our physical life, and try to sort of treat them as separate segments of ourselves. And that does us a huge disservice because mental health, the health of your mind, the health of your heart, the health of your overall well-being, has very, very much to do with you having a healthy relationship with your body. Good relationships are built on mutual respect, kindness, appreciation. And how many of us are really showing that to our physical bodies? In many cases, we are used to overriding the body's instincts. We're used to doing it afraid or pushing through or disregarding when we're tired or when we're hungry or when we haven't had enough water to drink. We're really used to just continuing on regardless of what data our physical body is giving us about our overall well-being. So that's not very respectful. It's not very communicative. It doesn't honor the wisdom of the body. It doesn't honor our body's intelligent systems that are designed to let us know when it's time to take a break, to nourish ourselves, to take a rest, or to get moving, to get up out of the chair. When we change our relationship with our body, we can change everything. 
So much of the conversation around mental health or psychology we believe happens here in our thinking mind or in our heads. But in fact, much of the neurotransmitters that exist in our body that shape our mood actually are in our gut, they're in our stomach. So when we talk about listen to your gut, it's not all just in your head. Those little idioms are literally true. Our mood, our motivation, our sense of well-being in the world is not just in our brains, not just in our thinking reality. They're very much a whole body, full body experience, which is why you'll often hear we talk about full body mental health. We don't get to just segment our emotion life, our thought life, and our physical life into separate categories. They're all interrelated. So what do you do? How do you have a healthier relationship with your body, with your aging body that is maybe a little bit more disappointing than it was when you were 25? Maybe it's not as fast, not as sexy, not as fit, blah, blah, blah. A lot of us have a lot of like critical material about our bodies. So that's step one. If you want to improve your relationship with your body, stop being a jerk. Stop being mean. Stop criticizing yourself. Stop seeing only the physical flaws or the changes over time and begin to restore a healthy, respectful, kind connection with your body. Honor all that your body has been through. Your cells, your body is what holds all of your memories, every experience that you've had in your life, your most wonderful experiences connecting with another human being, whether that's your greatest sexual experiences or your moment of holding your baby for the first time. Maybe it's the exciting experience you had playing sports in high school. All of those really big, like adrenaline-fueled, like, yes, this is amazing experiences happened because of your body's sensory capacities. So start being kinder, more respectful, more reverent to this casing that holds you and honor all that it knows, all that it's held, all of the memories, all of the experiences that it has enabled you to be present for. First way to start having a healthier relationship with your body is to be kind to your body, be respectful to your body, practice gratitude for your body, stop being critical towards your body, just generally stop being a jerk, be kind. Second strategy for having a healthy relationship to your body, listen to your body, listen to yourself when your body's like, time to go to sleep. Don't override that. Don't say just one more thing, just one more email, just one more task, a little bit more writing. Begin to really listen when your body in its wisdom is letting your mind know how it needs to be fueled. Often those messages are around sleep, nutrition, water, and movement. Your body is designed to support the amazing and creative functioning of your brain by fueling it appropriately. But when we override and we don't listen and we push through, we are demeaning the body's wisdom and believing that somehow we're shortcutting our needs for those things. But the reality is there are no shortcuts. A lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with trade sleep for what they perceive as productivity. But in fact, they are shortchanging real creativity real deep work for what they perceive is functional by, you know, again, just like crossing something off of a to-do list. Real deep work, our best work happens when we are well-fueled. So when the body says rest, rest. When the body says eat, eat. Every once in a while, the body is gonna want chili cheese fries, but not very often. Generally, if you really are listening to your body, it's going to send you in the direction of healthy fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, things that really fuel you. And if you have become so 
mm, just calibrated out of sync with your body that it is asking for chili cheese fries all the time, you might need to kind of like override and reset so that you know that you're giving your body the healthy fuel that it needs and wants. Same with water. Most of us don't drink nearly enough water, but our bodies are hungry for water so that we can care for ourselves well. And then of course, the last thing that I wanna mention that I know is really hard when you spend your time in front of a computer, when you're doing any kind of creative work that's digital work, you're sitting all the time. So get that standing desk, get outside and walk between all of your meetings, take breaks every hour, do as many of your work conversations by phone as you can. That way you can walk and talk, walk around your neighborhood, find a place to move and integrate that movement into your daily life your body will thank you. We have really strong evidence that movement is a major driver of our mental well-being. Minimum viable effort is 20 minutes of movement three times a week. It's not very much, but that's a game changer, not only for your physical health, but for your mental well-being as well. So we talked about a few ways to help restore a relationship with your body. Being kind to your body, talking nicely to your body is one. Listening to your body is another. And the third maybe is a little bit more existential, but it's to stop believing that your body is separate. At the beginning of this video, I talked about how your body is really integrated into your mental health. It's also integrated into your work. It's integrated into your performance at every level. So stop believing in this like artificial rule about segmenting your body away from these other parts of you. It is absolutely essential. Nothing in your business is successful without the involvement of your body. Nothing in your relationships is successful without the involvement of your body. You can't be a parent, you can't be a good partner, you can't be a good lover if you aren't well connected to your body. Let your body be a source of joy and pleasure and connection and achievement. Let your body get in there. We have a lot of messages about aging that say that our bodies become less desirable and less capable over time. And frankly, I just don't believe that has to be true. So if we tend our bodies well, they can be an amazing asset. Again, for pleasure, for enjoyment, also for accomplishment, achievement, fun, delight. But we have to make the investment in taking care of them so that we have the longevity to be able to participate and do the kinds of things that we wanna do for the duration of our lives. It really becomes this cyclical pattern our mental health is better when we can move, when we can play, when we can connect, when we're touching and being touched. And to those positive experiences then fuel a more positive relationship with our body, which of course then fuels us using it well, taking care of it well, and so on and so forth. So if you really are stuck in a rut and feeling like you're lacking motivation, maybe stuck in some of your connections or feeling like it's difficult to be as productive and as focused as you'd like to be, maybe start with the body. Don't worry about sort of all of the existential complicated pieces of your life. Just begin to improve that relationship with this one thing that you do have some control over and see if the other dominoes don't fall. See if the other things don't fall into place when you're doing a really good, loving job of taking good care of your body. Whether we do that by psychedelics, I also have some general content about mental health, high-functioning depression, and how we think about how we support our productivity. So make sure to check out my other work. You can also check out zenfounder.com for like hundreds of podcasts on topics such as this and for information about how to work with me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. 
You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.